The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, my guest is Natalie Alexia. Natalie is a relationship and business coach and the creator of lovesthenewblack.com, a photographic movement rooted in social change and designed to boost faith in humanity's innate goodness. Natalie is British. She grew up on three continents, has lived in six countries, speaks three languages, and now resides in Southern California. Natalie's mentors include Jack Canfield and Tony Robbins. Natalie is a true people person, and her hobbies and activities also include singing, dancing, and she is an avid reader. Her beliefs are that there is unpanned gold in every soul you meet and that you learn a new thing every day. Welcome, Natalie. Hi, Linda. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. So can you tell us a, a little bit about um, Loves the New Black and uh, how you got started with that? Sure, yeah. Um so I, I've worked for myself for 15 years and um, I was living in Spain running a, a business with my husband. Um, I decided to retrain as a, as a life coach. I've had a passionate interest in personal development for about, well, for about 20 years now. I started working with it when I was 15. And um, I ran my life coaching practice alongside the other business that we ran together. And really for me, um, it was it was always a passion project. I just loved being a part of creating transformation in other people's lives. And um, we actually ended up selling that business, the, the one that we had in Spain, um, at the end of 2014, I think it was, um, and making the decision to come to the United States. And when we did that, what we decided was that we would set up a business more in line with my goals, personal development, coaching, and so forth. Because um, what I was seeing was that there was a huge amount of transformation in the lives of my clients who I was working with. Um, and I just felt like I wanted to have a bigger impact, mm-hmm. that I wanted to do more, that I wanted to reach more people. And that was really the intention that I set for myself when we decided to come here to the States and, and open this new business. Um, and Love the New Black, which is my photographic project, has ended up being the result of that intention, although it, it kind of took a twisted path um, to get me there. Doesn't it always? <laughs> <laughs> Rarely do we get on the linear path we think we're on, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I am... I really felt like the way that I would create this bigger impact would would be by doing speaking and, you know, workshops and training for larger groups of people. And I kind of had a really specific um, view of what that would look like. Um, Part of that was going to do a year-long training with Jack Canfield, his Train the Trainer program. And um, that's actually how I ended up creating Love's New Black at that program. Mm -hmm. And... um can you share with my listeners exactly what Loves the New Black is? Yeah. Yes, because it's not clear from the title. Um, so what happened was I was at that program. I was with 80 other people like me who worked in coaching and speaking and training and healing. And I was so inspired by them. I just had this thought, which was that I had to come up with a gift for them all and something that would really encapsulate our time together. And so um, the idea was that I would ask them all a question. And so the question I asked them was, if you had a message you could share with the world and you could be guaranteed that everyone would hear and understand you, what would you say? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I decided that we would... Well, the catch was you had between one and five words, and then we would write their answers on their skin and take their photographs. And when I did this, I felt like, oh, you know, it would be fun, and it would be a great way to kind of give everyone a lasting memory of that training. And we put it together um, into a slideshow with music, and we showed it at the, the next session that we were all together. And I was really you know, hoping that everyone would like it, but completely taken aback by the reaction mm-hmm. that it created. Because everyone loved it, of course. Yes. So there was something really, really powerful about creating the space for every single person in that training to be seen and heard. Uh-huh. Um, that, that's such I mean, a it, powerful experience, I think, in general, for a person to feel seen and heard. Yes. I mean, I think there's a quote somewhere about it, which is like, it's something like, to be seen and heard is one of the most transformative human experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, my feeling was that when you ask people that question, for a lot of people, it was courageous for them to stand there, um, you know, with their inside written on their outside, effectively, and really take full ownership of what they stand um, and and also by making the question about you know if you had a message to share with the world it was kind of giving people an opportunity to take it somewhat outside of the, the, the personal realm of everything that goes on for each of us in everyday life mm-hmm. and really talk about how they wanted to show up in the world yeah it's pretty powerful Yes. Um, yeah. And and then obviously you took a, a, you took it further. You decide to keep going with the project. Well, it's funny because um, I was really resistant to taking it further. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, well, uh, what happened at that event was Jack Cancer actually came up to talk to me after we showed the slideshow, and he said, "Wow, I I just love it." Um, would you come and do this at the Transformational Leadership Council? And um, for those 
people who are not aware, the Transformational Leadership Council is a group that was actually founded by Jack because he wanted to create an opportunity for himself to, to, to spend time with other transformational leaders, you know, to share ideas and, and um, to mastermind and to do all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's like the, the leading edge of personal development or transformational change. So people like John Gray, who wrote um, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, mm-hmm. and Janet Atwood, who um, wrote The Passion Test, Sonia Chiquette, um, who wrote Trust Your Vibes, um, Doreen Virtue was there, all these like incredible, Roger Hamilton, all these incredible people who are passionate about creating transformation in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Jack asked me that, I have to say, I did kind of look over my shoulder as if to say, now who is he talking to? <laughs> 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 I can understand that. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, and then um, Patty Aubrey, who is the president of Jack's company, and, you know, they're very much business partners, and she's amazing, and she was standing next to him, and, you know, I think I was in stunned silence for a good minute until she just looked at me and whispered. She went, just say yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> Like you would say no. Of course you wouldn't say no, but it, I'm sure it took you a, a moment to get back there in the moment to, to be able to respond. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so th- that, that was kind of, uh, so when we showed the, the project, first of all, was October last year, and then I was at the Transformational Leadership Council in February of this year, And again, it was one of those experiences whereby I think there were 90 of them there and we were really hopeful that, you know, we'd maybe get about half of them to participate. I presented the idea on the first day after their opening ceremony and we were set up outside. We were in Maui in Hawaii, which was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd never been before. Um, We were set up outside their conference space and we were ready from the first break, and from the first break, we <laughs> we had lines of them. Oh, I bet! Um, I would imagine. I, I would have expected almost everyone would want to participate. So I think we got 80, 87 of the ninety people. That were <laughs> yeah, there I would say that's almost everyone. <laughs> yeah, how and, great! Um, and we had, but it was yeah, it was just a surreal moment of kind of watching, you know. John Gray and Janet Atwood, like, jumping about in a line, waiting to come and see us to have their photo <laughs> taken. And my Did you have to pinch Diane, yourself? <laughs> yeah, my great friend Diane, who was part of my training, was actually there with me, helping me. And, I, you know, after they went back into the room, I was saying, did, did, did that really happen? She went, yeah, <laughs> that really happened. Oh, how great. What a wonderful experience. Um. Yeah, well, actually, we were there for, you know, we were there for four days, and and it was amazing. And also, what came out of that was a huge amount of support. So, there were four people from that event, particularly, who really stepped up to um, mentor me and help me develop Love the New Black into, ultimately, what it has become now. Um, um, and I've been in constant contact with them. You know, developing the ideas and the processes we've now put into place so that what started off as a simple question in a photograph, we've 
we've really dug into, you know, why was it so emotive for people and why was it so powerful and how can we make it even more powerful? And so we've really created an experience around it now. And um, and is that process, that initial process completed or is there a way for people to see your creation or how, how does that work? Yeah, so it's all been a little bit, um, I'd like to say, secret squirrel. <laughs> um, because uh, we we came up with this concept that we had an opportunity to start a global conversation about love and values but really when we asked people this question what we were doing was tapping into their values um, mm-hmm. and what we look at now within this concept is that you know our beliefs divide us our values unite us Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's that age-old adage, you know, if you put a, a priest, a rabbi, and a Buddhist monk into a room and you ask them to discuss their beliefs, they would agree on nothing. If you ask them to discuss their values, they would likely agree on everything. Right, and, and I, I think oftentimes, you know, when people talk about their beliefs, their belief is, I'm right and you're wrong. But if you look at what's underneath the values, that is where you can work towards some unity. Yes, so the beliefs create separation, really, and the, and the values are what has the opportunity to unite us. And so that my passion, what's driving this project, is this opportunity to show people in a really simple and visual way what unites us as humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and because we have transformational business leaders and homeless foster kids who we photographed because we photographed over 2,000 people now who mm-hmm. share the same message. Well, actually, we are getting ready to to uh, take a brief break. And um, we are talking today with my guest, Natalie Alexia, creator of Loves the New Black. And we'll be right back with Natalie. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. 
It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are visiting today with my guest, Natalie Alexia, and she is helping us understand her project, Loves the New Black, and um, really uh, uh, how it, it sounds like it's turning into a global movement. Is that right, Natalie? Yes. Yes, no, that is right. So I think we were just saying um, when will people get an opportunity to participate? And um, really, when we when we began to realize the opportunity that we had, the platform that we could create for people to show them in a in a very simplistic visual way how we are all united, all one, all connected. Um, we decided to hold back on the release of the, the pictures. I think I mentioned before the break, we've taken over 2,000 images now. And really mm-hmm. what we wanted to capture was um, diversity. So we photographed the transforma- a huge amount of the transformational community. They've been so amazing and so supportive, which obviously makes sense because they love this idea of Dissipating the illusion of separateness. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, um, have people, you, as you present it to groups, Natalie? Um, overall, do you find that people are very receptive? It's been incredible. I mean, um, I think I worked out because since I did the transformational leadership council, what happened off the back of that was I just kind of got rolling invitations to take it out to different events. Um, and work with just some incredible different groups of people. And um, I went back through all the numbers, you know, of people who had attended and of the people who have attended, how many people actually participated. And I think it was something like 96% participation of any event that we've attended, which has mm-hmm. been Which is, yeah, you know, pretty amazing, really. People but just I- get so... People get really excited about it. I think there's an element of play too, you know, where uh-huh. where we're taking something which is actually really powerful, but we're making it a little bit fun and playful, and and, um, and people get really excited to participate. Right, because there is that element of you know, for adults, how often do we write on our skin, really? You know, you know, we don't take a, a marker and write on ourselves. So that element is like, oh, that's that's like a playful, fun light-hearted component. Yeah. And I mean, how many how many people I've had say, too, as we're writing on them, oh, this is funny, you know, when my daughter or my son sees this, 
you know, they're going to laugh because I'm always telling them not to write on themselves. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And and I would imagine that as you, you know, look at the images that, that are shared with, with everyone, that there are themes that emerge in, in people's messages and their one to five word limit. There must be, you know, probably I would guess just a few themes there are there are themes that emerge um, definitely, and we've been kind of going through and trying to break it down and work out exactly what people share the most around. I mean, we we chose the name "Love Is the New Black," and I've had people ask me, well, you know, what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Um, love, is, love essentially is was kind of the first theme that emerged. One of the biggest things that people share around is love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't know if you're aware of the fashion terminology. You know, as we move through season to season, they might say mm-hmm. florals oh. are the new black or right. short skirts right. are the new black. And mm-hmm. and so the idea was that love is the new black. because mm-hmm. it, Love is the new universal, really. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was just a bit of a funny play on words. Right, right. And I think everyone knows that, you know, I mean, one way or another that everybody can connect to, oh, yeah, that's the that's the new thing. That's the new universal. That's the new thing we should all have. Because uh, using the the fashion analogy, it's like whatever it is, if it's something else, then the idea is, well, you need to get this. This is something you need to have. And so obviously, yeah, that's what love would be as well. So, um, Again, uh, um, the end result will be what? Or do you know that yet? Yes, it's it's been very interesting. I think, um, you know, when when we were um, having some exchanges uh, between us prior to this call, I think one of the things I said to you was, um, I'm a recovering control freak. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) Yes. One of the greatest lessons in life, I think, is, you know, let go. You can't control it anyway. Stop it, you know. Well, this has been, you know, it's been a huge lesson for me in this process because I, I typically like to have things mapped out in a very strategic fashion. So, you know, I'm at point A, I need to get to point Z and let's micromanage every single step between. Mm-hmm. And it's just not been possible with this project. Um mm-hmm. Actually, when I was in Maui, I ended up having a conversation with Doreen Virtue. So I don't know if you know, but she's a best-selling yes. author of, of yeah, many books. She wrote The Light Worker's Way, and I was talking to her about a lot of my experiences. And um, the thing that really stands out for me is that she said to me, you think the more you surrender, the less control you'll have. But the truth is, the more you surrender, the more control you'll have. Mm-hmm. And, and um, sorry. Uh, it's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, so just be, I just began this process of this um, actually uh, like twice daily surrendering. I was like, well, if Dorian Virtue says this, I have to give mm. it a try. That's right. It must be worth pursuing, of course. <laughs> um, and really just allowing it to evolve in an organic fashion. 
And I think there's so much power in that because obviously if you look at the process that you you've have been and are going through, there's no way that you could, at least to my hearing, there's no way you could have anticipated um, the invitation from Jack Canfield. There's no way you could have anticipated 96% um, response rate. And, and so there's no way to control that, of course. And and I think as as we relinquish our our wish to micromanage, as you should say, we become more open and available to, if you will, the the divine inspiration or serendipities or whatever you would call it that can emerge when we get out of the way. Yeah, I I, I think one of the things that really helped me was um, it was actually Rev Jeanette and I. And I can't remember when it was that she was speaking about this, but it was maybe at the end of last year. And she talked about this concept of high action, low attachment. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that made the surrendering more comfortable. <laughs> right, right. Because it isn't comfortable, is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It's definitely not comfortable. Um, but yeah, I, I so I've I've really started working with that concept of high action, low attachment. You know, just surrendering into the process, allowing to evolve, allowing it to evolve organically, and staying in this space of high action, as in generating momentum and moving things forward, but not being attached to it having a specific outcome. Mm-hmm. And and that's really the key. I mean, certainly that's something that we hear over and over again is. Do not be attached to a specific outcome. Um, and my experience as I've worked with this project is the outcomes that I am getting have been so much richer and more incredible than any outcome that I could have imagined or been attached to. Right, right. And and exactly, you know, that's that's what you hear about the process when you're on the other side of it about maybe learning how to make that transition or being willing to surrender or whatever it is, that's what you hear. And so when it begins to actually manifest, it is, I think, so amazing and so inspiring. My goodness. Yeah, I mean, it has, (laughs) I, I feel like it, you know, black and blue with pinch marks mm-hmm. <laughs> every day. It's like, it's like, wow. Right, right. Really um, amazing things, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I think this concept, you know, having worked with and in personal development for a long time, you know, I, I've been very familiar with this concept of the how will show up. Mm-hmm. You know, set the intention, create the vision. And for me, the vision really was having a big impact and creating an opportunity for more people to have access to information that could be transformative. Right. Um, and and uh, intellectually, I always understood that concept that the how would show up. But right. Really, really, I think until I started working on this project, I... I had never experienced it in the way that I've experienced it now. Uh-huh. Which is what's so powerful. Yes. Um, and and I, I'm struck by, you know, one of the, the comments that you made about um, 
uh, working with diversity and um, yet at the same time, I think what you're saying is that the messages that we see show us how we are the same, how we are connected as a human race with these values. Is, is yeah. that? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Absolutely. I mean, um, and that's, you know, one of the reasons why we haven't released the photographs yet is that we've been working on gathering more and more diversity into the project. So we started with transformational leaders. We got business leaders. We did um, firefighters, lifeguards. Um, we've done some charity work with um, victims of abuse and um, homeless foster kids. And now we've been working on a bunch of, bringing a bunch of professional athletes in. And we have people from the entertainment industry coming in. And my, my feeling is, the more diversity we can bring in, yet the more shared values we can show. Mm-hmm. That's what will emerge is, is the sameness. Yeah. And, and we need to get ready to take an, another short break here. And we are visiting with Natalie Alexia. And we'll be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you, like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today with Natalie Alexia, the creator of Loves the New Black, a photographic movement rooted in social change as she creates profoundly inspiring images. So, 
Natalie, tell me, um, I think we were talking about generally the, the plan and the, and the platform that you have available for Loves the New Black. So the plan that we've been working on since this whole thing gathered momentum back in February and we collected all of these images was to really go out there and, and to get on board, as, as, as I was saying before the break, as much diversity as possible. Um, really the vision for the project is to create a, a platform and initially it will be an internet, an internet you can say the word, um, <laughs> <laughs> based platform um, which will be a, a space for people to grow initially self-awareness because really that's what this is I mean when we began to work with this concept in, in terms of it being a global conversation and in, and inviting people in to participate you know I, I had a conversation with Martin Root who was actually one of the members of the Transformational Leadership Council um, and he, he's been working with a similar concept. He actually has a, an amazing book called um, Heaven on Earth. And uh, he put forward the question, you know, what, what would it be like if we could have 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 7 million people ask themselves this question? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the interesting thing is when you go to a space like the Transformational Leadership Council and you ask people that question, you know, if you had a message you could share with the world, it's like that. Everybody right. knows their answer. You know, maybe one or two people took a couple of minutes, but it rolls off the tongue. Right. Um, but when you take this out into other spaces, it's just a question that so many people have not considered. I'm sure you're right about that. As I think about it, you know, I mean, the the experiences that I've had as as you shared your project with us um, at the um, spiritual center, at Soul Center, um, it seemed like everyone would just grab onto it. You know, oh, yeah, this is what we want. This is what we see. This is our vision, whatever it is. But we have that language and we use that language. But in the in the regular real world, I guess you might say, people don't have the language, and they don't. It's not necessarily part of their experience, moment to moment or day by day. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's um, it's really all of these. It, in my view, it's a it's a generator of self awareness, you know. And and as we know, when we work in this kind of transformative work, you know, self awareness is really the key to beginning to unlock showing up in a truly authentic way, um, being more fulfilled and happy in your life on a day-to-day basis and, and so many things. And so, and so really what we wanted to do with this platform is see, you know, how big could we make the vision? How many people could we roll this out to? How many people could we get to participate in this process? And what kind of an impact could we create um, by giving people this space to initially grow self-awareness by asking themselves a question that potentially they needed to contemplate. And then looking at, you know, how how can I show up in my life on a day-to-day basis, living, loving, leading from from that value, from that, from that message that I chose to share, from that 
from that thing that I feel is so important mm-hmm. for the world to hear. Right. Um, and, you know, I think what you're saying is so important in general because I know one of the things that I touch on it in my work uh, here in the office is that getting people to connect their behavior to what they say their value is. Exactly. You know, and sometimes uh, they don't realize the discrepancy between what they're doing and what they say they believe. And so as that discrepancy narrows and becomes more congruent and they're more in alignment with their values, then I think um, they're able to be more on, on purpose and feel more um, connected in general. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And I mean, uh, one of the things that I would say is that our values are running us. They're either running us unconsciously or consciously. So if we can choose to bring awareness to them, we can then operate not only from a space of integrity, but from a space of empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, and in theory, they can become, you know, pillars or touchstones against which we make decisions against which we decide how we're going to show up and who we're going to be. Um, mm-hmm. In my view, it's almost like a tool. Right. I think um, I would agree with what you said about the integrity of that and and the consistency between, you know, people say things like, well, you know, honesty is a real value for us. We really believe in honesty in this family. But then the child may answer the, the family phone and the parents say, no, tell them I'm not here. And uh, then we have a little discrepancy to work on at that point. Mm-hmm. But they don't always connect it in that way. For sure. Yeah. So. And I mean, I think this is my, um, I, I've, I've had, you know, some amazing conversations around this concept. And, and one of, the, one of the, the concepts that we've been working around and, and seem to be attracting into this project is um, a lot of people who are very interested in the, in the concept of, of peace. You know, um, Martin Root and his book, Heaven on Earth, and, and, um, other people that I've had conversations with, and my view really is that when we talk about peace or we talk about creating change or transformation in society or the world, those concepts are so big, mm-hmm. and I think for many people, when they look at them, they feel um, no level of attachment to them, and they also feel disempowered by how abstract they are mm-hmm. and so you know my belief is is that we can make peace more personal we can make we can make you know self-awareness and how we show up in the world in terms of our beingness the start of creating transformation on a larger scale um and for me, the, you know, the great thing, the overview of this project is we get to make it personal for each individual. We get to give people the space to be seen and heard. Um, we get to potentially be a key that unlocks a part of someone. And then visually, we have the opportunity to bring it all together and say, you know, these pieces that were so personal to each of you, these messages that you shared, you know, from within from what you want to see in the world and how you want to show up in the world. Look at how many other people value what you value. Look at Mm -hmm. how connected we all are. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, really my vision is to grow collective awareness and empathy for for, for one another through this project in a really visual way. Mm-hmm. And then you see that common value. You don't see the diversity on the surface. As you see the message, you see the commonality and the value that draws us together. Yeah. And, and it's really about, too, I think, um, you know, I know you mentioned when we started this show, so I grew up on three continents. This is the sixth country I've lived in. I actually went to 11 schools. And um, (laughs) so the side effect of that for me was that, you know, really as a survival mechanism, I suppose, I had to grow a lot of empathy because I kept getting dropped into all these different situations um, and I needed to find a way to read it that was not connected to fashion or music or cultural mm-hmm. norms or humor because, because those changing. would always change <laughs> yeah 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 um and so i think for me you know in some ways that piece is connected in here for me too it, it, it's really about having the opportunity to see somebody else's humanity without their nationality the color of their skin their religious faith you know what they're wearing what they do Mm-hmm. But in that moment when you see somebody's eyes and you see this inside written on their outside that you really get a glimpse into their humanity. Right. And that's, that's I mean, that's what you're doing now. It's the same thing you had to learn to do as a kid to, to look really what's on the inside, not what's on the outside. What's in your heart? What's in your spirit? Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. And were you, were you, do you come from a military family or? That's always the question I get asked. And I always forget. <laughs> I do not come from a military family. Uh-huh. Um, I my, ask that because it's so common. Oftentimes military families yeah, move along. No, I, I, I realize that that is probably the most uh, common conclusion that people come to. My, my dad um, was a serial entrepreneur. Ah. Um, he's, run multiple multinational businesses and my mother actually was um, a programmer in the airline industry and so she had the opportunity to move a lot with her work and I guess they just both embraced the idea um, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that's why, why we moved. We just moved with different projects and jobs and businesses and so forth that they had going on. And so, as an adult, do you yourself embrace moving, or do you tend more to put down roots? Um, I never see moving as a, I never see moving or change as um, a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, I, I suppose I, what I used to say was, I moved so much that the only thing that feels like home is me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wonderful. I mean that that's uh, that's a beautiful statement, and really that's what that's what we would want for for anyone to to feel like home with themselves. That's yeah. Cool. So, so then, really, you know, I, I know that, and I also just have this. I, I suppose what it gave me was the gift of knowing that no matter what, everything would always be fine. Uh huh. 
And because I think that we have a lot of fear attached to change, you know, oh, if uh I change this and -hmm. then the fears roll out, it could be this, I might not have friends, I, you know, I I might not like the place, it might be too hot or it might be too cold or whatever the fears are. But when, Mm -hmm. I guess like anything, if you kept repeatedly jumping out of an airplane at some point, you'd be like, you get used to it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, that gift of, um, of a sense of security and safety is truly a gift as well, I think, um, as you're able to carry that into the world and through the rest of your life. That That is a beautiful gift. And um, we are getting ready to take another break, and we will be right back with my guest, Natalie Alexia, who's teaching us about Loves the New Black. We'll be right back. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are visiting today with my guest, Natalie Alexia from lovesthenewblack.com. And I want to start this segment, Natalie, with just... um, saying thank you, really, for the time uh, you've spent with us today and sharing your project with us. I appreciate it so much. You're so welcome. It's been um, an absolute gift to be here with you and to be talking about something that I'm so passionate about. So thanks for the opportunity. 
It's my pleasure. And um, I want to make certain that people know how to get in touch with you if they'd like to, and certainly know how to keep up to date on the project as it progresses. So can you share that with us? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we do have a, a, a website which is which is up and running, which is kind of a holding page at this point. We will be having something um, considerably more extensive put up in the next couple of months. But you can go to Love, which is actually L-O-V-E-S, the new black, T-H-E-N-E-W-B-L-A-C-K.com. Um, and if, you, if you're interested in hearing what's going on with us and how the project's developing and how you can get involved and when we're going to launch, um, there's a mailing list, so it, it, you can sign up. Um, and the other option is we have a Facebook page, Loves the New Black. So again, if you like the page, we'll keep you updated with where we are, what we're doing, um, and how everything's progressing. I know, I'm excited to see these images. I mean, I just like really can't wait. <laughs> I know. I, you know, I get emails on a weekly basis from people saying, can we have our images yet? Can we share our slideshow yet? Because we have like all these different slideshows from these events. And when are they coming? And when are they coming? And uh, I think my thank you for your patience is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> um, you know, as we start this segment, um, I wanted to touch base with you on, on a couple of things that that you've shared that I think are really important, and that is one is the power of a goal that is in service. Um, can you share with more about that, please? What that means to yeah. you, and what you think is important about that? Um, absolutely, I am. Um, so at the beginning of the year, I was reading. Um, Victor E. Frankel's Man's Search for Meaning. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those books that, you know, it got recommended to me over the space of about two weeks by about 10 different people. I was like, okay, oh, well, that's, that's a hint funny. from the universe. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you should probably pick that up. And um, I, I, I've been working with goals for a long time. I've actually been working with Jack Canfield's material for, for a long time. Um, and he works with the concept of a, of a breakthrough goal. So, the idea of a breakthrough goal is that you set a goal that, you know, if you could achieve something that would be a quantum leap in your life, mm-hmm. that meant that if you achieved this one thing, so many of your smaller goals would be accomplished in the process of achieving this breakthrough goal. And it works really, really well. Um, like for us moving here to the United States, that was a breakthrough goal. And um, when we achieved that, you know, and I've worked with others before, um, how this connects back to uh, man's search for meaning is I was reading and, and the piece that stood out for me is I think he said um, success cannot be pursued. It must ensue as the result of being in service to something greater than yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, for some reason, I've really connected these two pieces of how much success I've had in my own life with creating the breakthrough goal. And for me, what really felt like the idea of bringing even more power to that concept by setting a goal that was in service. Um, And so I was with Jack in February at his Breakthrough to Success event, and we actually delivered Love the New Black there as a, a process, and we took his 
300 some participants through it and did their photos and so forth. And um, I decided when I was there that I was going to set this new breakthrough goal for Love the New Black, but that it really felt to me like it needed to be in service. And so it was um, 3 million people sharing their own Love the New Black images on social media, so creating a, an opportunity for people to create and take their own images and share them and inspire other people to do the same, um, and raising $30 million or more for charity. Wow. That's a big yeah. goal. That's a, definitely a breakthrough goal. It was a breakthrough goal, but it also, you know, I've been playing around with so many different things before February, and that just felt so good. And it actually felt like, it's funny, if someone coined this phrase for me, um, a keynote I watched recently, he said, it, it's a, you're going, you preface this goal with a, you're going to think I'm crazy, but. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think that's, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are the breakthrough goals when you say, you're going to think I'm crazy, or I know this sounds crazy, but. But. Yes, um, here we go. But yeah. what I found, actually, since setting that goal in terms of energetically, how the universe has shown up in support of making that happen. Because when I set it, I was like, okay, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm, literally I have no idea how I'm going to make this happen. But this is what I want. I want this level of impact. I want to draw this level of people in and do this amount of good. Mm -hmm. And um, from the moment I left that training in Vegas in February, the serendipitous meetings I have had with people, um, the dreams that I've had that have connected me to people, the ways in which opportunities have shown up to really begin to make that look like a tangible reality has been mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's so beautiful to hear that. It really is. It's so beautiful, and I can feel the energy in the space that you hold as you talk about that. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful story. And the energy around it is really quite beautiful. Thank I think you. that's how I hear it. So um, really, once again, I, I want to thank you as we draw our, our conversation to a close. I want to thank you for the time and the information you've shared with us today, uh, Natalie. It's been a delight to learn about Love's the New Black. Thank you so much for having me and giving me the space and the opportunity to talk about it. I really appreciate it. It's been wonderful. It's my pleasure, and I hope you'll keep us up to date, um, even though we'll try to be patient. <laughs> I hope you'll keep us up to date about the, the progress that you're making. With. Yes, absolutely. My, uh, my husband's joke is um, world domination takes time. <laughs> Well, thank you once again, and I hope um, all of you will join me next week when my guest will be Ben Decker, who will help us learn about the wonderful classic, A Course in Miracles. And I leave you today with the words of Catherine Ponder, forgiveness is the magnet which draws your endless good. It wipes clean the slate of the past and lets you receive in the present. Thanks for listening. See you all next week.
Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. Thank you.